coming soon to own on video and DVD. Your price is way too high. You need to cut it. Yeah. Actually, I have a funny story about this song. Well, it's not that funny, actually. It's not even, it's Please elaborate. It's probably not even it. remotely interesting is the funny thing. It's just me and my buddies, like, back in high school, whenever, like, parents were out of town or whatever, this is when we were underage, but we'd all go sleep over at, like, my buddy's house because his grandparents were out of town and he was house-sitting, and we'd call it the trap house, you know? Like, hey, we got a trap, meaning, like, there's no parents' home because, you know, we're white kids. We have no concept of what trap house means. But we spent an entire night freestyling to this song, just the beat, the whole night. And uh, it would, like, actually become essentially a core memory for me. Uh, and over the course of the entire night, our raps devolved from just poetic and complicated bars into just utter autism. And I'm actually, I'm pretty sure we actually have a clip of this. So, uh, Jamie, you want to pull that up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come on down for the show that just makes you clown. It's a bunch of fucking losers sitting around on a couch on a Wednesday afternoon. And the floor. Coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, our host, Alvin. What up, what up? Ben. <laughs> hey, nice. what's up? How you doing? D. What up? And last but not least, special guest joining us for his third episode, David. What's goody, what's goody? All right, well, welcome. Um, you know, honestly, I don't really know where to start this, but we <laughs> fucking young Dolph shot down in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, of all places, Memphis, Tennessee. So much for Southern hospitality. <laughs> like when you think of Memphis, Tennessee, would you imagine someone getting shot down, like just gunned down, walking into it? Yeah, it was, by the way, it was a bakery. He was buying cookies. Oh, actually? Yeah, that's like the, damn, bro. He was walking into a cookie shop and got shot. Some cookies. How do you go from like 100 shots to getting capped in front of a cookie store? All it takes is one shot. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough, though. Was it some gang shit, or what, what, what went down? Young Dolph, all he is is gang shit. Honestly, it could just be clout chasers. What's I mean, he was shot at so many times. Okay, was in it? his interview, he was he literally said, like, after, um, what, King of Memphis came out, this was in 2016, I read an interview, and he said he expected it because he knew he was so good. Mm. Like, good at rapping? Yes, but... I mean, yeah, hey. He didn't exactly say that. He just said he was good. So I don't know exactly what that all is. Just entails. good at life. He did live it to the fullest. So the years he did get, he was probably living in dog years, you know, seven years per year. But I don't really know how that equates out, yeah. but he... He ain't living no more. Damn, so how's accounting been, D? Accounting? Yeah, Dude, I hear you're, in, you're up in the gang shit. Accounting sucks ass, right? Anyone who, anyone ever who's accountant, like, mad respect to you because I don't know how you do that shit. 
Do you still think you're going to do it after school? No. Like, no, I'm, I've never been planning on doing accounting. What I'm trying to do is financial planning or investment banking. So oh, okay. more finance than accounting. Okay. Yeah. Um, could you help me commit tax fraud? Because I've had like a huge Hell yeah. itch to do that. Pretty sure Yo, any Cayman professional athlete could help you with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's on the bucket list. Or Elon Musk. That's, well, that's not tax fraud. That's just knowing tax yeah. code trying to get his taxes. I'm pretty sure he doesn't pay his taxes. No, he doesn't because that's the point of tax code is literally only... The funny thing is, tax is every strategy, time, the rich people... Every time they raise set up his taxes... a borderline non-profit like the NCAA? Every time they raise taxes on the rich, I laugh because taxes only affect middle and lower class families because upper class... They have tax write-offs out the wazoo. No, and, and if they you, can as literally long as you have get enough it. attorneys around you. Tax strategy is like you can like get out of a lot of taxes legally through different loopholes. The only one you can escape is gas tax, which mar like affects what uh, middle and lower class predominantly. Yep. Uh, but damn, we really don't need to talk about some heavy ass no, topic like tax. Yeah, I was about to say, damn, bro. <laughs> I I have a question for all of y'all tonight. Okay. So comparing our parents, specifically our dads, to when they were in college or just our age if they didn't go to college, how do you compare to that? Me? Personally? Just all of y'all, including myself. Hmm. See, how do you feel about that? She <sighs> very different than my dad, but that's just me. Really? Was your dad explain. like a rager? No, he was the complete opposite. Like, literally didn't do anything. Like, didn't drink. Like, hated alcohol. Was well, he religious? Well, yes. But he was also an engineering major. And so he didn't really have a life. But he's, he was doing, like, mechanical engineering and thermodynamics and stuff. And That's some heavy shit. Yeah. He, he was, like, basically saying his whole life was, like... Did he have to take, like, a circuits class, too? Uh, probably. But he was, like, studying, like, six hours a day. Like, oh. every day. Honestly, I could not imagine like, doing that. No. There's part of me that feels like the only um, degrees that are actually worth going to college is like engineering, uh, pre-med, like... And like pre-law and stuff. Yeah, like something where you actually need that niche I think information. A Bible degree is actually one of the best degrees you can get. Not monet, like not I know cost like, benefit wise. Well, here's the thing. I'm starting to learn that it honestly really does not matter. Well, like monet what field you're going into, I guess. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, what are you going to use for the rest of your life kind of thing? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Based upon our worldview. Hey, don't speak for me. Speak for yourself, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, as Christians. Yeah. As Christians, we use our worldview, and we will continue to. By worldview, I mean, we will continue to use our own ideas of God's love for us throughout our life, and we continue to expand on our own theological knowledge throughout our life. I agree. This is what so I'll if, say, though. The only reason you should go to college is because it ideally should um, increase your salary outside of college. So, like, as far as, like, a return on investment, I think 
for most ministers, it'll probably be like 30 or 40 years before they even break even on the original investment, unless it's written off. That's actually not true. Dude, a youth group leader paying $250,000 to learn about the Bible just to teach like really basic ideas of biblical knowledge to call it like high school students. We're we're also going to a very high end Bible school when you can go to like an, yes, that's very true. Community Bible school, like Oklahoma Baptist University. And you can pay like three grand a semester or like, you know, those like small Bible colleges in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. Like we have like one, like 10 minutes away from us. I'm pretty sure here. Yeah, you just, you know, like the little, the universities that are basically in the strip malls, you know what I'm talking mm, about? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of where my girl, ex-girlfriend goes. Oof. Really? I'm, I'm not <laughs> disparaging it, but it's literally like a couple grand a semester, that's yeah. it. So I guess from that perspective, but going to... Uh, like low-key, I'm a, paying a lot for my degree. The yes. only thing I'd say, though, it's is like... education. But I think I have the best possible place to earn my degree. Well, I that's agree. what I was I just about to say, is like earning it from the school where you are is probably... Car- that school carries more weight in that environment than, like, say, a business degree that's from right. our school would carry. So, like, I guess that makes sense. You're going to, like, the equivalent of an Ivy League for Christians. <laughs> I guess. Ivy League Bible school. In my mind, is formulated more towards, like, philosophical thinking and pondering so theology clicks with my head way more than i i was going for a science degree keep that in mind which is not it's more linear thinking mm-hmm. you know very much more calculative and theology isn't so it's just so much more uh i guess impactful for me ben uh what was your dad like in college um he told me and i have this is unverified to me but he told me that he's only been drunk three times in his life up until when i was like a teen um but uh he did first of all he's the type who like ground out every ounce of homework he ever had there was no finessing there it was just pure grind set um because he unlike i is not cripplingly ADHD. Dude was like, he used to wear suits to class on Friday because he's like, this is my job. This isn't a joke. Like, school is my job while I'm here. Um, Which, like, compared to me, whereas I'm like, school is the shit I do during the day that I'm, like, required to do. It's kind of like taking my medication at the beginning of the morning or, like, vitamins or whatever. It's kind of an unnecessary evil and then what I do in my free time is that's actually what I consider my job, you know, and what I do in my free time is podcasting, designing, writing scripts and all that fun stuff. So I don't know. I just think I can totally see his perspective in school, but like for me, it just feels so small minded to be like obsessed with school at that level. No, I, I completely agree with you. Cause I don't know. I think, kids who kill it in school they you know gain necessary skills obviously but like what's your resume gonna look like after that it's like how much shit have you done you know exactly and um like i have to apply for internships mm-hmm. and stuff for like this semester next semester and keep in mind i just changed my major like a year ago so how exactly 
like they told me I need to put together a uh, a resume, like a ministry resume. <laughs> I don't have any fucking experience with that. And I told like, what am I supposed to say? Like, I don't exactly want to go into a specific field. I I need to learn first. You know, well, like that's, that's the entire point of an internship. Like, how am I supposed to put together? A resume for a church internship that's the funny thing too is like how many internships are like you need to have this many hours of experience in this field and then the jobs that you need to get experience in that field are like you need to have this much experience in the field and it's like how where do I buy these hours now? <laughs> where do I buy yeah, them I feel e- that EA pain. give me to them now. just go work for the catholic church sucking off priests shit do what you gotta do man it's the easy way to get the hours bro you know, I've been applying for internships too, but like investment banking and like oh, that's tough. It's it's super tough just because like I I do have past internship experience in like high school, but like everyone else does too. It sounds so professional though. Like it sounds like a very hard field to like. It's kind of like get your foot in the door. It's you know? incredibly hard. Just just like you know, like just a entry level oh. like pond scum internship. Well, yeah, but like once you get entry level though, you're kind of like set, like you can start moving up through there, right? Yeah, no, because when you get an internship, it's basically there, people are looking to see if you, if you would come on, you know, after you graduate and stuff. So like, it's very, very competitive. And like a lot of them pay like really well, like really $30, $40 an hour for these internships. Oh, wow. I made yeah. that much doing construction. One of these internships I'm waiting on hearing back from $30 an hour and like 50 hours a week. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Correct. What? It's crazy. You it's so competitive. You, you won't even need like a real job. Like you, you can live off that. Yo. Yeah. You know. That's where uh, Roy is right now. Oh, that looks like a vibe, actually. It's Hyven, Honey, and Irvine. Hyven, damn. But um, is Roy having fun? Like a lounge well, or something? Um, but, uh, that same exact bar, I went there for one of my friends, like 21st birthdays. I ordered one drink because I was DD. Um, and we were there for like five hours. So it wasn't some like sketch thing. But anyway, afterwards, first of all, the birthday girl was having like shots of 1942 and like all this shit. So the next day she's like, Hey, could you like Venmo me for like your portion of the bill? And I was like, yeah, I sent 10 bucks last night. And she's like, oh, well, we ended up spending like $500. And like, and I was like, I paid for what I did. And the only reason I only had one drink is because I uh, drove you, your drunk ass home. So I will just be paying for my drink. Thank you. Who racks up that much of a tab at a bar? Just go buy your own alcohol. (laughs) Literally, like, the same amount of drinks you could probably get out of one bottle for every one of those people. So it's like $40 at home versus $500 out. It's crazy. So, uh, D, how was your dad in college compared to you now? Oh, he was an alcoholic. He, like, smoked a good bit. He, He did a lot of everything, so... Growing up, he was definitely a lot more protective over us because because he wasn't protected at all in college. Like he he went crazy, and like his dad died early when he was like fourteen, so he didn't have that like father figure in his life to like tell him what not to do. So he went off the rails. So 
he might have overcorrected a little bit, but it's always funny hearing stories from like my dad's friends when they come over. They're like, oh, you didn't know about his fake ID and stuff? Like, oh, this guy used to be chugging bottles at the bars every night. And my dad's my dad's like this really quiet guy now, and he's he's just like so embarrassed. It's like that scene in King of Staten Island where they're talking about his dad like doing cocaine while on the West Side Highway yep. or whatever. Oh my goodness. Well, my dad was like frat star really like total frat move that was my dad san angelo texas i respect the shit out of that yeah he was a vp do you think your dad would still throw down at like a die table or pong (laughs) probably pong uh one thing i didn't really want to know about my dad but i learned at my dad's brother's funeral uh, from one of his roommates in college because uh, my dad and his brother and another guy all were roommates in a triple at their apartment. And uh, apparently my dad would always be like the last guy awake at the end of the night just drinking. Uh, sorry. Uh, 151. Pineapple juice, caribou, make a mom numb. Have you ever had 151? 151 rum. Yes. Dude, let me just tell you. First time I had that, my buddy, like, we had already, like, shared a bottle of Smirnoff together, which normally that'll get you pretty wasted anyways. And he came, he's like, yo, I don't have any more alcohol, but my dad said we can use some of the stuff upstairs. I was like, okay. And uh, he comes down with the bottle and he tells me to close my eyes. I was like, what? This is some Fugazi shit right here. And uh, he said I couldn't look at it. He poured me a shot, handed it to me. I took the shot and let's just, that was the, I've never felt a sensation like that. Of Like I've had moon, moonshine that was smoother than that. That was like drinking fire. And let me tell you that sh- it knocked me on my ass. I took two shots of that 151, and I'm pretty sure that got me more drunk than drinking like half the bottle of Smirnoff. So basically, what it all equates to is your dad was a badass motherfucker, and you're lame as shit. Yeah, my dad used to be like a crazy stoner too, and he's never told me that. I learned that from my cousin, who's like my dad's brother's son. I want to be that uncle who shows up to the family function and just like exposes my sister, um, Elena. I just want to like, oh yeah, I remember when your mom was insane, like, oh man, whole bottle of Crown Royal, just like totally Wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, right after um, my ex and I broke up for the first time, we took a trip out to um, Morro Bay for like the weekend. We got like an Airbnb with um, Ryan... And, uh, this other girl named, I think it was like star or something like that. And then my sister, Elena and, um, her now husband and like probably like two hours into the night, Elena, my sister and, um, her husband's sister were just tossed they took down like an entire bottle of crown apple royal and uh ryan helped with uh, a good bit of that as well but um oh i believe it 
Isn't he more of a uh, a wine connoisseur guy, though? Yeah, he's not really a brown liquor type, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. We were all sitting out on the roof, and the vent that goes to the bathroom was right next to where we were sitting on the roof, and we start hearing someone throwing up in the bathroom, and Ryan started making fun of him, like, what a bitch, little pussy, who's throwing up? I'm pretty and sure I've seen he, him throw up. <laughs> then he heard, like, a nice, like, guttural, like, bolt. And he literally starts burping. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He runs inside. We just hear him, like, crying and throwing up at the same time. Just, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's why I don't drink Crown Apple. Tonight's podcast theme is alcoholism. Oh, yeah. of course. And uh, I also have some news. I might be moving into an apartment with... uh. Harry boy. Michael? What the f- what was I gonna say? I had, like, an interesting direction to take this. Okay, while you're, while you're thinking about that, I'm gonna do a quick shout-out to our viewers, because we've been looking on our map for our uh, podcast streaming, and we got some homies, obviously, in LA, where we are located, but, um, Boise, Idaho. We got Brussels. Belgium. Belgium. Yep. Uh, uh, Dublin, Ireland. Wichita, S- Kansas. Seoul, South Korea as oh, well. Oh, yeah, shout out to Seoul. And then we got uh, homies out in Wasilla and what was the other city in Alaska? There were two. Palmer. S- Palmer, yeah. Wasilla that was where I went Palmer. to high school. Yeah, so, so we, we, it's a pretty far-flung yeah. family out here. Uh-huh. So also, uh, if you are listening and you haven't, always download the episode because then you show up on our map and we can feel good about ourselves and, can, like, we, we can, can forget about crippling yeah. depression for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Missouri? Missouri. Missouri. Also, you... They call it Missouri because it's misery living there. I bet, bro. Dude, it is a miserable place to live, and most of the people I know from there are miserable. Um, Dang, I I'm from there. I do have a couple good friends from out there, but most of them degenerate fucks. Yikes. And that's my review on Missouri. <laughs> Y'all ever been out of the country? Yes. What's your favorite place? Mm. I got to say the Philippines. Just, But obviously our family there, but, you know, we always turn up when we're in the Philippines. It's pretty lit. Yeah, like, what do you do there? Like, what's, what's a big do cultural like thing? Do you, like, peruse underage prostitutes while you're there? Or? No, I do not, thankfully. Um, I'll just go to Sandy Hook Elementary that is, for that. <laughs> from what, what I've heard, fuck? that's the, the biggest draw. Pause, bro, what? What? Never mind. I say shit. Anyway. I was about to go to Sandy <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hook yeah, Elementary no, no. to go look at kids. What? What's, like, Philippines? Like, what's the vibe there? Dude, just so much food, so much karaoke, dancing, Underage all fueled whores. by drinking. Mm. So just the night always some sand off. mig and some. Uh, dude, how do you know about sand mig, bro? I eat Filipino food like once <sighs> a week. Dude, we okay. Next time I'm here, we have, we should get some sand mig. Dude, we should go to. Uh, there's a place down the street called Jerry's. They got some of the best synagogue and seasig that I've ever had, bro. Dude, you're about to make me nut, dude. I'm How do you know about joking, this shit, bro? They bring out the pot. It's like a two gallon pot, and then you bring out the seasig. We'll pour the fucking. Oh my god, we'll pour the fucking. I'm impressed. You know this, and also I'm disappointed you've never taken me. We pour the soup over the top of the fucking pork belly fried rice. Oh my god, bro. It's like. So tangy and sweet it's and so savory good, all oh, at the same time. The things I would do for some hot seasick right now. We should go. 
I like, know. Not now, but I'm saying we yes. should go like this weekend. Totally. Y'all are just making me want some balmy. That's Vietnamese. I know. Well, I respect that opinion You know, every you once in a while, belly, and I was like, "Oh, the cafeteria does a decent bami sandwich." Mm-hmm. Although the best part about it is probably the unagi sauce. You know, the like kind mm-hmm. of thicker, ter- not teriyaki, but it's like sweet yeah. um, soy sauce. Yeah, has a slight chilliness to it. What's well, the? That's what they throw on the crunch rolls for sushi. Yep, stuff's fuego. Yep. What about trade? you, Alvin? Um. I haven't been many, many places, but so you're okay. Um, I love Petty. Petty is very nice. For those of you who are uninitiated, that is Paris, France. Um, but I just love the vibes there. Like, obviously, it's a little touristy, but it's just like, it's just some good vibes. It's, Comment allez-vous? Uh, no espanol. Nice. <laughs> Quoi? Quoi? No, bro. What the fair food? That in London. London's fun. London's uh, incredible because it's like a colder, more depressing version of New York. Yeah. Like so, like, I US love city. that. It's like if Oregon and New York had a child. Yeah. Like, it does not feel foreign. Like, it feels like it's just you just drove somewhere in the U.S., but then people talk different and there's different cars. And, and they drive on the wrong side of the road. There's that, too. But. I don't know. And they use metric. Yeah. I know. And they have like, and they say the, what is it? What do they say first? The date before the month or something like that? I do that on yeah, all yeah, my papers. Date. It's like, you it's do? like 08 yeah. November 2021 kind of thing. The 8th like, of November. Yeah. No, but like when you abbreviate it, they're like. Yeah, that's what I do. So you'll see like. Uh, Isn't that what like most of the world is that yeah, how they usually no. do it? Everyone except like the U.S. I didn't realize that was like like twenty one dash five dash twenty one. Yeah, for all my papers, I'll do like the twenty first of October. Right, I'll write it out. Twenty twenty one. That's just weird. Um, David, you haven't have you been in another country? Yeah, several times. Where is it? What's I've your favorite spot? Central America. Oh hell yeah! What's yeah. what's your favorite spot down there? Also, we need to go. Um, Mike has a beautiful house uh, down in Mexico. Oh, he does. We should do a cookout, a nice little seafood boil out there. I agree. Oh, that sounds. Get so the lads through, and you are cordially invited to the cookout. I am craving. Some Unfortunately, good though, Mexico and weed don't really mix very well. That's why you bring your own. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck That's a good that. way to get killed or put in prison for the rest of your life. Why does Mexico care about you smuggling drugs into the country? Because it's not the drugs that the cartel is selling. Oh, yeah. Well, what if you had proof? Because a lot of the drugs in California are sold by the cartel. Even those in like dispensaries are often supplied by cartels. Because they grow the best shit. Uh, well. Have you guys seen that one Netflix series on Escobar? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. You Is mean Narcos? Narcos? Oh, bro. So good. Have you seen Narcos Mexico? No. Oh, that shit's good. Kiki? <sighs> I binge watched that with my roommate Kiki Camarena. R.I.P. R.I.P. Kiki. The goat. The man who was skinned alive. Wow. I, I fuck with Pablo, bro. Dude, Pablo's goaded. He burned like six billion dollars in a um fireplace to keep his daughter warm. Mm-hmm. 
Although I do have to ask where in Colombia were they where it could be cold enough that they'd actually be cold. You know what I mean? The They're mountains. still pretty close to the equator. No, Colombia's freezing. What are you talking about? I'm so, I'm saying relatively. No, I mean, if you look at the I, degree I, elevation. Yeah, probably that, but Well, my sister's boyfriend Inigo, he uh is from Ecuador. Ecuador. Yes. Which is and exactly it's on actually the equator. Quite cold there and the air is a whole lot thinner than it is here. Hey Siri. What's the weather in Colombia right now? It's summer there right now. It's it's fifty five. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're in the mountains. Well, it's a high of seventy two, a low of fifty four. Yeah, but it's summer there. Is it? Yeah. Cause how does that how the fuck does that work? Because equator. That's one thing that always uh, kind of messed with me is that um, Christmas is in the like dead middle of summer for anyone on the southern equator. Doesn't that include Israel? They're pretty close to the equator. Well, yes, but and they don't experience any semblance of seasons. I know. I'm just saying it'd be quite funny. Like obviously it's a pagan holiday, but imagine if that was adopted. Not adopt. It was adopted by the Christians, but imagine if it was like a Jewish holiday that originated with Christ's birth okay. on, like, in the middle of, you know, the desert. But so we use it as snow. Do places south of the equator like have different season? Like they they label different times of year as different seasons than we do. Yes. Their summers are winter and vice versa. Their fall is our spring. Did you not learn that in elementary, Doc? No. Really? Did you know that the water drains straight down on the equator, and then if you literally bring it a couple inches over the equator, it'll drain, like, left to right, or clockwise, and then... I've heard of that, but I think... Isn't that, like, a myth? Nah. They have, like, demonstrations that do that. (laughs) Like, you can look up a video of it if you want to. Okay, I have a random thing. So with uh with space travel becoming more readily available, would you guys like take a trip to space if you had the opportunity? That's the dumbest question I've of ever course. asked. Of course, bro. Yeah, but like how much would you be willing to pay, you think? Like how anything much, how short of like twenty five grand or twenty five grand is probably the max. That's your cap for a ticket? Yeah, that's just a lot, but I feel like it'd be like one of those things where if I'd made like a decent amount of money, it's a once in a lifetime experience, you know, like that's fair. Just you could Jeff take Bezos like it. you could take yeah, like a week real. in Vegas or go to space. I feel like I'd go to space. That's fair. I want to go to the moon. They should. You know what would actually be sick as hell if they had like a golf resort on the moon because you mm. could pipe these balls like four hundred or like seven hundred yards. Okay, building on that. <laughs> if if you mean infinite, if we end up having a Mars colony in our generation, would you guys be willing to like? Hell set, no. Like volunteer to like i'd be willing to travel between them for business you know well (laughs) but uh i would absolutely not live there for the rest of my life isn't it like six years to get there although if they made an arrangement where all the women going were just absolute baddies oh dude i'd take that because most of the guys going are probably absolute nerds hell no even up the ratio a little bit. Bring in some adhd genes with bad eyesight bro fuck the mile high club what about like the 10,000? Nah, still, long. fuck that. Have y'all not read Ray Bradbury? No. It's like every single thing that could possibly go wrong with space travel, going to Mars or the moon, 
he puts in his books and you're just like this is cool but now i literally don't ever want to leave this planet right but you can do the same thing when reading books about air like aircraft well but all, you don't even stuff, need to read you know? like fictional books right. you could read you know that flight that crashed in like the mountains of ecuador and they had to like eat each other soccer and team stuff? yeah yeah it was peru peru exactly and it's like like there's always gonna be horror stories and stuff and sometimes you just gotta honestly oh actually it, you know what's interesting i heard the other day that apparently none of the survivors of the titanic reported there being an iceberg and that there was apparently a boiler fire that was kind of just covered up. Because if you look at the last photo of the Titanic in port, there's like this scorch mark on the front of the bow. And apparently there were reports that there was like a fire in the boiler room before they even disembarked. Also, there's another conspiracy that the Titanic never sank and that it was the Olympic, which is its sister ship that was like outdated and older that sank. And they... Basically, re they basically renamed it as the Titanic, kind of switched the titles around because the Titanic was insured for a lot more and they sank the Olympic. Mm. Although based on like the wreckage and the grand staircase, I don't know how watertight that is, pun intended. Yeah, that was that was good. Um I do so building on conspiracies, what do you guys think of the moon landing though? It's real. Have you yeah, seen CG dude. in that age? I have not, but I believe, like, I sure. Star Wars came out well after the, the lunar landings, right? Like a uh, couple years? What was the question? Star Wars came yeah. out a couple years after. And like, if the moon landing was Space fake. Odyssey and all that, like, there, I feel like there's an... The people who believe the moon landing are, was fake are probably the same people who think the Earth is flat. Question. Um, the moon landing was in the 60s, correct? Yeah. First Star Wars was in, what, uh, 78, 82? Something like that. When was Space Odyssey? I don't know. Probably. Like six, 61, I think. And then moon landing was like 64. But, I mean, 63. if you look at like footage of the lunar landing and compare it to like the effects in space odyssey the lunar landing has like this very organic feeling to it as opposed to the you know space odyssey which is like definitely artificial and like you can kind of get an idea that they're in space but right but also the quality is way different as well when you look at space odyssey versus moon landing footage yeah well because the moon landing footage was all like streamed back on like radios basically right which is i mean it's pretty but like the budget for the moon landing if it was faked it would be way larger like you know what i'm saying infinitely large it would probably have cost more to create a fake moon landing than it would have to actually just send us to the moon they did all the math on like paper they had less computing power than an iPhone. Than an iPhone. <laughs> Which is just dumb, bro. I like I really wanna like I don't really doubt the moon landing really, but I just like, you know, teasing it. But like that is such a feat. I wonder what like Buzz Aldrin and Lance or Neil Armstrong think of all these people who are saying it's fake. Well, they don't like to talk about it, which is weird to me. Like Dude, it's the one thing you're known for. Yeah. 
and it's all anyone ever wants to talk to you about. I mean, who wouldn't? That like that is such. But like, it happened such a long time ago. Ima- imagine like sixty years of the same yeah. questions. Uh, I guess that's fair. That's fair. And then also sometimes in answering people that are conspiracy theorists, it's like they'll just come up with a deeper conspiracy. Although, oh, oh, oh I came across this conspiracy theory about Freemasonry. Mm. Oh dear. And how it's actually essentially Satanism, like a shell for Satanism. Interesting. Honestly. Is that a conspiracy theory or is that just real? I'm pretty sure it's real, but the part where it could be conspiracy theories, like every level has like increasing, um, (sighs) initiation, uh, practices and like the final one, like level nine is like human sacrifice. Like you have to hold a, a severed human head and hold a scepter and like there's popular um like secret signal or like secret signals i guess to kind of show your allegiance to the freemasons like the lds church one of which (laughs) is like the hidden hand which is a hand inside like your jacket which like if you look at a lot of politicians like the hidden hand is in like every presidential photo ever and then like there's like the shushing pose and like there's all these poses and if you look at it it's like pretty much everyone involved in like epstein island and pizzagate and all these like underground sex scandals with children like all of them have are like throwing these signs mm-hmm. it's not like crossed arms it's yeah. like if this is your jacket david it's like this what about pant pocket that doesn't count. It's your jacket. This is the literal sign. Like, no, but but like actually though, dude, like there's so much that shit that goes on behind the scenes, and like we discover some of it, and some of it comes to light. But there has to be so much that. But we that's just the issue. If it's know. that pervasive, so like a couple of years ago, my ex was actually talking about how Justin Bieber uh, goes to the church that we used to go to, um, and. Uh, apparently someone who was in his small group was talking about how he was basically confronted and asked to, you know, join the Freemasons or whatever. And they were like, you have to like rape a child or something. And it sounds super like conspiratorial, but like if you look at one Epstein, that whole thing and how that ties into Freemasonry and like how a lot of celebrities who have died have basically opened up about that type of shit damn i hope justin bieber doesn't die as a result of this because if it's legit he could be dead that'd be so sad bro i fuck with justin wait wait, wait. what how is justin bieber a threat like what he's not him he didn't join what the freemasons yeah what i'm saying is someone who was in a small group was talking about how he was like battling with darkness because like of this invitation he received and I'm assuming that that was somewhat, you know, eerie. No, no, I'm no, assuming that that was like, like a very tight knit circle that heard about that. And so if it gets to be widely known, like I could see him mysteriously killing himself. But also what's interesting is uh, I, I was reading about it. Like one of the practices for those who expose the Freemasons is hang them in their own house. So think about like uh what's his name? The guy who played the genie and he's in Flubber and 
Robin he's a Williams. comedian. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. Why did that slip my mind? He hung himself in his house. Like there's all these celebrities that quote unquote hang themselves in their house. Mm. And it's all like, I don't know. Jeffrey the, Epstein killed himself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey definitely killed himself. I, I feel like there might be some truth to that, but at the same time, like, well, I'm sure there's some hit and misses, yeah. but if there is any veracity to any of these claims, like I'd imagine that at least like a fair portion of the claims that these people are making would be true. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like either the whole thing's false or most of it's true. You know what I mean? I don't know. Our government, like I just learned in U.S. history, there was a, I think it was for FDR and there was like one candidate, I don't remember his name. He was one of the leaders for uh, like socialist, like one of the big socialist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know his name, but um, he just like got assassinated like right before the election. And it was just like, and he was actually like, could have competed with FDR too. And it's just like, um, just gets played off. Like, uh, oh, wait, I'll, I'll look it up. I, uh, Huey, I think Huey, Huey Long. Yeah. Anyways. I am off topic, but on the topic of assassinations, you know, um, (laughs) Archduke Ferdinand, the guy who was killed and it set off World War One. Love that guy. They tried to blow up his car at first while he was driving and they missed. And so they went, did their shit, came back and the driver stopped and he's like, hey, let's choose a different route. And while he was just sitting there. Some random ass dude just came up and blew him away. And so there's all these people. Uh, this is like definitely like funny to me how they say this, but they're like, if there's proof of time travel, it's this. The first dude helped them avoid the explosion. And then a separate time traveler came up to undo his mistake and keep the time space continuum going or whatever. It's just funny. Like, I don't believe that, but it's definitely funny. If time travel were real, that would make sense. That, that would make sense, for sure. Although, if I had a time travel device, I'd go back to the, like, advent of the first animal crawling out of the primordial ooze and just, like, either kill it or force it to go back and just be like, <laughs> end the misery. Just end yourself. That's exactly the, so essentially the, there's no evolution. There's no humanity. Nothing ever happens. The earth just continues on as it was. Um, and, uh, I just turned to dust like Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. <laughs> that game is really like ahead of its time. It's so true. It's so good. Portal two. That came out when I was in, like, sixth grade. Dude, I remember playing that shit and being like, this is so cool. Yeah, it's so good. It was the first, like, true video game that my parents let me get because they read a review in the Wall Street Journal that said it was, like, a mind-bending, like, puzzle it's game. It's really just a puzzle game. It just so... Yeah. And it takes so much, like, brain power to, like, get through it. And the story is so good. That's true. And the environment's perfectly crafted. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> we got fucking Trump in a silky in Union Square. Alvin's just been sitting there. David's on his phone. No, I've been talking. <laughs> 
I brought up the conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah, you did. But we just dove into some deep shit and you just yeah. sat there. You didn't make any comment. Well, You're telling me that I just dropped all that shit and you have nothing to say. We literally just talked about Trump and a silky and you didn't say nothing, bro. That's kind of sus, bro. I'm starting to think maybe he's like a closeted Freemason, bro. That'd be cool, honestly. Like, it would suck. You'd probably be damned to cool. like rape hell, children though. and hang people. I don't know. I feel like the Freemason thing is just like kind of like Illuminati 2.0. Well, the Illuminati, I believe, is actually like a Freemason organization, mm. if it exists hypothetically. Because yeah, like, I feel like I, aren't they supposed to be like? It's connected? like the, it's like what's that Bohemian Grove or whatever? It's like that secret society in L.A. where they all meet in the woods and have like a bonfire and a feast and like an orgy or something. It sounds very Greek. It's honestly. actually it's actually been documented too. Like Dionysus. there was this dude who snuck into the woods and took photos of it. Yeah. Going back to our... Uh, and that's a little bit past, like, country club right. type shit. You know what I mean? It reminds me of, like, Greco-Roman stuff and, like, Dionysus. And then yeah. they would go up into the woods and get hammered and <laughs> fuck each other all day and all night. Honestly, Dude, I'm kind of pissed I never got sauce. Do you know why like olive oil is such a big thing in ancient Greece? Uh, yeah, because it was lube. Lube, dude. Well, that I figured that out today. Okay, not just lube though. They also used it. Okay, but also it's obviously lube, also good for cooking. Sure, but also and for lube. tanning. Dude, I did not know how much like Spartans were fucking each other in the ass. Well, they also yeah, the, the Greeks were kind of sus, bruh. Dude, the Greeks were so sus. If you well, look at it's kind of like any like once you stop fighting and men have to stop being men, like then like if you look at it historically, it happened to Rome, it happened to Greece, it happened to Mesopotamian cultures, it happened to Babylon, it happened to they have to show their dominance to each other somehow, and a lot of the time that means Ass. raping little boys. Not even raping. Well, okay, also raping little boys. You okay. know that sock, or I guess it's Plato, but he talks about how to find. Like the, you're the best little boy for you. Not Socrates. It's okay. It's it's in the Republic. Well, the greater Plato's works. Wait, which is Plato Socrates, wrote Socrates. about it as well. Uh, no, Plato wrote on behalf of Socrates. The, the last days of Socrates. You know, honestly, I, I feel like think... we're missing the secret to life because if you look at every every society ever, the, the most powerful men were always fucking yeah. boys. I I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no like written works of Socrates that he. No, wrote. there isn't. It's it, most his... most of it, uh, there might be like a letter or two, but yeah. most of his work is through Plato. Yeah, Plato like wrote all his shit down. Wait, wasn't Plato Socrates's mentor? Plato was his um apprentice. Yeah. And okay, Plato. I, I forget what he was wrote older. his stuff. What he did was basically in a conversation format had Socrates speaking to like other people, and then he. Did he inspire Aristotle? Yeah, Aristotle was Plato's apprentice. Mm. Oh, that's what I was okay. And then one the big three. When does Cicero come in? Is that way later? Um, you know, Cicero was Cicero much later, was Roman. but yeah. Um I'm trying to think what time period he oh, was. Oh, I but. guess you're right. I just read a book on Cicero and it was it was really good. I wrote I wrote one of my papers on Cicero for the for the Honors college thing I'm in. Really? Yeah, that that shit was pretty crazy. Cicero on, was really smart. On what, what books? Um, well, on his letter called "On Friendship," Ooh. Cicero dives into like how like I read that actually. You're sub how basically life was created for people to be in community, and you can't live life properly without others around you. Yeah. Like even like looking at nature, he says like a starry sky 
can't be beautiful like as beautiful like reach its full potential mm-hmm. without having someone there with you to enjoy it with to enjoy it with he you says that friendship is second to virtue yes. which i think is beautiful That's it's really- a necessity friendship well, is a necessity i'd argue that virtue is a necessity for friendship i think he also talks about how it's like one of the most it's something that we have as in humanity that's almost distinctly human yeah and like i don't want to say unnecessary but um unneeded for survival i guess yeah well and also what's interesting you know did you ever know about the uh nazi experiments where they'd essentially take jewish children and raise them with no human touch so they'd feed them essentially remotely yeah yeah and they gave them everything they needed sustenance um warmth uh clothes whatever and they all died because um we need touch they need touch they need affection isn't it crazy how that works like honestly like cicero is definitely onto something without all the research but like just if you think about it like a lot of the time how you can kind of at least for me you can like undervalue like people in your life not even just friends but just people around you Mm -hmm. just so like i think a lot of the time you just kind of have to recenter yourself and realize it's like wow like life is a lot of it has to do with just like the people in the community mm-hmm. around you oh I, I completely agree with you on that I, I feel like lately i've been like so like self-centered and assholey and i hate it well this whole generation is so focused on like self-improvement and like mm-hmm. individual happiness that like there's very little thought for the collective and when there is thought for the collective, a lot of the time, like with social media and everything, like the interactions you have with others aren't like, can't really be true interactions. Even if it's like texting someone or like Snapchatting or DM or whatever, it's like, can, is that actually what we were like created for? Like, is that real community? Like, probably not. Yeah. I've actually gotten on this wave where like, I hate texting. So I just... I'll call people if I need to get in touch just cause it's a little bit more personal and it's yeah, way more sure. efficient. Another interesting thing, um, when talking about like Greek philosophers and friendship is that there was like a sect or like a branch of philosophy and philosophers that like, um, basically kept to themselves and like, I guess it's kind of a form of, um, getting as far as away from the self and humans as possible kind of like uh asceticism in a is it i don't want to say buddhism it's asceticism um, it's an ascetic ascetic monk that's hmm. what it is you yeah. go for you're looking for enlightenment by detaching yourself from all of like hermits. humanity's temptations right. everything which i think is interesting because it's like some philosophers are like detach yourselves from this life when others are or have like learn how to live in it and embrace the things that matter it's true i mean i think a lot of people go wrong with that where they yeah. um it's tr- basically the whole goal is to like escape self, escape desire altogether. Um, but I think there's value in recognizing that you are a self and that you do have, you know, the ability to uh, desire something. Um, and I, I think that is something that's distinctly human. Well, Yes, but you need to be very careful with that question because you could easily, easily go down the wrong path with that. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, without proper guidance desire or whatever or direction, you could easily fall into a crystal bitch phase, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, 
Which is funny because, you know, since everyone is implanted with a void that is meant for the... It's a, it's a spot meant for the Holy Spirit. Everyone is looking for something. And while everyone knows that, people tend to think that that something is inside themselves rather than oh, yeah. somewhere else. Like, okay, here's the thing. If you're looking for something, clearly you don't have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're looking for something inside of you... Clearly not there well, already. You just have to dig deeper yeah, and find yeah, it. Like, yeah. like, we're no, going to pull it out of your what, ass. You know, asceticism is all about like, oh, just dig deeper and you'll find yourself and you'll find... Like, no. Not really. Asceticism, it's more of... Um, you relinquish all of your material possessions, your family, everything, and you kind of devote your entire life to... It's not looking inward, but it's meditation. Meditation with nature around you um kind of digging into deeper questions in life hoping and looking for enlightenment like it, it it's prime they use the uh the primary region where people do that is actually in india it, it's kind of ironic hmm. but not really with how like the population that india has separating yourself from your community to look for enlightenment is probably the best option they have in India because that place is a shit stain on this earth. It's very spiritual. Jesus. Like, if we could nuke India, I wouldn't care. Oh my God. That's a little too far. Oh God damn. Name one nice thing about India besides their food. The people there are friendly sometimes. Their, their tech support. They're actually not. If you look into it, they're actually terrorists. The, sh the, well, the also, Sikhs. Also, if you look into it, it's really interesting how classist they are. There are mm -hmm. literally undesirable poor people that live in slums next to multi-billion dollar homes. Just like, so, oh, also, I was having a conversation with someone today and I was like, I think America is the least racist country. And the reason I say that is you could be a first generation um, immigrant and be a millionaire by the end of one generation. There's no other country that has such unequivocal across the board mm. class mobility in the world that's interesting actually it's a fair point but uh going back to uh asceticism yeah sorry that was off topic yeah that's okay well, back on it. Oh, oh, sorry. I was about to go back to India. Why I hated India. Um, no. And to clarify, he doesn't hate Indians. He hates the country. I, 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 hate, I hate the country in the entire cultural backing that they have, as well as their own political and social structure. Like, here's the thing. In yeah, India... there's no saving you at this point. You're digging the hole. Really, six men can rape a woman in India, and all six men can walk away free just because... If you're a woman by yourself, you do not have rights. Wow, you didn't have a man next to you? That's your fault. That's your fault you got raped. It's also the same in, uh, like, Saudi Arabia up until recently. Mm -hmm. Which is funny that we're trying to buy oil from them. Well, yes, but they're also not as populated as India. We'd actually... Everyone would make more money if India was gone. And honestly, I think they and China are like the number one polluters in the world. So, I mean, well, I suppose there's some veracity to that claim. Exactly. But. If you take India off of the map, all the humanitarian efforts that go just to India. Okay, Mahatma Gandhi, the god of India. He didn't do shit. 
he didn't abolish the class system. He didn't make India a safer place by, you know, avoiding conflict. It's still a shithole. Okay, um, that's a hot take for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. This is why we keep this podcast anonymous, so we can talk about Freemasons and, uh... That's just tough. Shit like this. <laughs> it's real talk, though. I mean, I'm glad he's being honest. Do you know what it feels like? What, what do you got there, Alvin? Okay, well, I've been reading some philosophy lately. Interesting. Back to that. What kind, if I may ask? Uh, Cicero, actually, on living and yes, dying. Sir. And one of those expert excerpts was uh, on friendship. Is he more a uh, progressive or conservative? Would you say it's it's less it's less that and more just like. He was very progressive. He was a general okay. and he was like, and then he became like, um, order and he was basically condemning Caesar, like kind of like throwing some shade at him. Well, so yeah, progressive. Okay. He was like, yeah, actually, that's what I meant was just like, if he had any like new ideas. Oh yeah. 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 He was one of the, like one of the first great orators and that's where we get most, uh, like that's where law kind of comes from, I think, and sense of justice and that kind of thing. But um, I thought it was really interesting. We talked about this a little bit ago when uh, we talk about how philosophers always seem to be missing something and they can't find it. Um, but I don't know. I find it really interesting because it, it always like they end up always talking about God in a very indirect way. Um, but like can never really pinpoint it, which I think is really interesting because he's he's right now. He's like, uh, I got some quotes written down. Um but he's talking about the divinity of the universe. And he says, uh, none of the more noteworthy human achievements have come about without divine influence. In short, the very capacity for great and valuable achievements is divine. And it's like, I don't know, he makes a case for divinity, but then kind of ends up talking about more of a, is it naturalism? Where uh, basically everything is God. In the universe, kind of treats That's the pantheism. Dude, right? I pantheism. wish I brought. I wish I brought meditations with me, dude. Yeah, Marcus. Because dude, Marcus Aurelius, the the shit he was talking about, like he. Oh wait, no. Here, let me. I, I have some notes on my phone. Give me a sec. Yeah, but I don't know. If if any of you viewers are out here and you haven't read some philosophy in your life, you should get on it. Because like, even if you're not religious, and don't care about religion, and you're not spiritual at all, it's totally doesn't matter. Honestly, it's just like. A reflection on life and it's like they these guys have devo devoted their entire lives to writing and thinking about um just like human thought and the world that we live in and asking why questions my uh Is my, my my english teacher uh come to find out keep in mind I, I found this out three months uh like a week ago after we had had this conversation three months ago and um He's one of the philosophy professors at this university. And, well, one of the first classes in my world lit, like one of the first uh, classes we had, he mentioned a little quote from Thus Spoke uh, Zarathustra, which is very common of, you know, God is dead and we've killed him. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you, I've never heard someone misinterpret that so bad in my entire life and he's a philosophy professor elaborate um okay and the entire point of what Nietzsche is trying to say 
and God is dead and we've killed him is that we've abandoned tradition as well as our own um, sense of moral authenticity. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily hold... We don't have a universal set of morals anymore, it seems like. Right. Like and, it, and it's been like that for a while. Right. If the, it's if nothing new. He's basically saying if there was a God, then exactly. we invented him and then we killed him off. It means that... Well, yes, it's... But not... It's not talking about the exact like, like organic living mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's more like we ourselves manifested an idea of God or religion or structure. Let's just say religious structure, right? And over how many years we've been on this planet, we've just utterly butchered it. Like the like what we learn a lot about the image of God, right? And how uh, we're fallen and how it was like kind of construed, but not completely severed mm-hmm. or uh, like warped. Right. Like distorted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, past uh, it, it wasn't distorted past. Um, what is it? Resolution, redemption. Fixed. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, <laughs> he was saying that. Uh, my professor was saying that we killed God by, get this, not praying enough. I would venture to guess that that was not the original intent No, of that statement. Not at all. But I mean, hey, Hitler misinterpreted Nietzsche and started killing Jews, so... So wait, did you say that we've killed God? Did you finish your statement? Because we pray too much? That was we what my don't pro- pray that's enough. What the professor said, is that we don't pray enough, and that's what killed God. That That's what, distor- okay, that's that's what like, distorted that's the entire... That's like fucking Elf, where I, it's I like, if there's not enough Christmas spirit, Santa's sleigh can't... Like, yeah, God actually, doesn't though, need yeah. prayer to exist. No. No, no that, just, that just makes it like God is simply, you know, just like us... Like, God is just everything, and, you know, as long as you just kind of, like, it is, it comes from you, and you have to give it enough attention, and, you know... He's not you know, a needy girlfriend. He's exactly. not codependent. He doesn't need shit from us. He's not codependent, but he's relational. Yeah, he is relational. Like, he desires to have that relationship, but it's not like... He didn't have that relationship when he existed before creation, so I don't understand why it would be uh, an issue that we don't pray enough. That's some weird, like, tooth fairy bullshit, or, like... Santa giving you coal type beat. All right, everyone's on their phone. No, no, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at. A, I'm sorry. I'm so tired. I also got up at, for work at four thirty today. That seems to be it for uh, that's Alvin, tough. Alvin's unless anyone has something up. For Alvin's trying to pull for something. a closing oh. statement, bro. Well, no. forgive me. I didn't mean to. Uh, I'm kind of pissed we didn't give more uh, like attention to the uh, conspiracy theories. Next time, let's talk more about Freemasonry because I feel like that's honestly is a we need Irish. I'm not about that. to be. <laughs> I don't want to be hung in my room one day just like people thought I was like suicidal or something. Yeah, but here's the thing: they can always write you off as crazy. 
Okay. I am like, Kanye. You mind passing me my phone I am for one clinically moment? insane to the Freemasons. Yeah, I I'm not smart enough to make any sort of actual dent on anything y'all are doing. So you know, like, don't take this as a threat. I'm just you know kind of interested in the conspiracy theory value of that whole organization because it's interessante, as the French would say. Guys, do y'all mind if I uh? Did you find what you were looking for? It's fine. So we're just going to close. Well, I was just... From one of my classes, we talked about, like, the... The, uh, the what? The... Um, the... The... Uh, disintegration, basically, of morality in the modern mm. world. And how it started with Galileo with, like, uh, mechanistic, like, physics. Like, uh... Having more of, like, diving into... We have atoms, basically. And then Descartes went into, uh, this is like over a period of like the modern period. And then um, Descartes was like basically separated the, the spiritual and the material world. And then Hume was like desire is uh, the source of morality. And then Darwin basically took God of the picture. And then Nietzsche said, God is dead recognized morality was not grounded in telos or like our purpose yeah so morality is like not our purpose anymore anyways that was a little more unimportant than i hoped it would be but well it is important right but it it, it sounded better in my head when i remembered it just because you know the throat singing was great but we can leave that in uh in closing uh i'm 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 ready for a wife. Uh, Same, bro. If any of you happen to be out there and shit, I mean, you want to get married? I, my expectations no, are not really. Oh, okay. it's pretty low at I'm this point. I'm looking for wifey, not wife. I, you know what I mean? I just want some boobass to lay my head on it. Actually, I was boobass. talking about how badly I miss just being able to fall asleep on some boobies. Yeah, for real, bro. It's the best feeling I, in the world. I want to be crushed by some thighs. You know, I've heard a posture. <laughs> morning head. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> I've heard a postulation that people who are butt guys uh, were not breastfed and people who are boob guys were breastfed as children. Hmm. That actually makes a lot of sense then. I guess that's interesting. You know, kind of plays into that Freudian complex. I mean, I was definitely breastfed, but I said I'm more Oedi of a No, it's guy. Oedipus, huh? Oedipus complex. Yeah, okay, Oedipus, but also question. Freud was like, everything is um, sexual. Yeah. Tits or ass. Enough. No, what I was going to say... Is if you are a boob or butt guy, does it? But uh, no. If you're a boob or butt guy, does it have to be a big boob or butt to make you a boob or butt guy? See, I think in general, if the people who are more apt with smaller boobs are probably not boob guys because like boob guys want mm. something they can smash their whole face into sure, if but either. also i feel like you can be convinced either way you know with a certain girl you're with i mean I, i'm speaking this from true no from no, experience that's fair, that's fair. where it's I mean, personality is the most important part sure but also face you know, is second most it really boobs is. than ass and like in the boob and ass kind of thing like if you like you aren't you don't aren't worried about that when you're trying to get a girl it's just no, like it's like all. whether like it doesn't really matter but like, yeah, but I think boobs and ass kind of like inform your your desire to pursue, if you know what I mean. 
that's never been a case for me. See, I feel because like... Because, like, all attraction starts first at some, like, like physical attraction. Then it goes to, like, some form of, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Infatuation or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's... See, with the chicks that I've been with in the past, it's, like, there, there's been a few where it's been, like, personality and face... And I guess like body as a whole, but not like, you know, individual not specific assets. Right. And then the, everything else is just perks. But there has been like a small number of chicks that have pursued more strictly just for physical attraction. Yeah. And then they have ended not well. Well, the girls who all. cash in specifically on physical attraction generally don't have the personality, which is why it becomes more important. No, that's fair. That's fair. But no, like real talk, though, like boobs or ass. I think I think a Ben's a I'd take a guy. nice little yitty first. I think I think I probably ass. Not gonna lie. Shout too. out shout out to my girlfriend's ginormous <laughs> dump track, dude. Honestly, like here's the thing. I appreciate a good ass, but yeah. like comfort wise, that's fair. Titties are very important to like being able to reach around when you're cuddling and grab something. No, that's pretty true. nice. They, they Granted, still- grabbing ass, you don't need a lot of ass for it to be grabbable. But titties, you do need a fair amount to be See, grabbable. I'm getting pretty heated here. Yeah, no. I'm also like a thigh guy too. Thighs are very nice, bro. They're Driving with a hand on a thigh is like one of my love languages, I believe. Insane. My ex kind of got tired of me grabbing her thigh while we were driving. Dude, what? it's like... And then it quickly ended. That is a red flag. Is your car a manual? Yeah. Yeah, that would be annoying because you're taking it off like every two seconds and then putting it back on the thigh. Yeah. Just keep the hand on the shifter, bro. No, that's 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 fair. That's why you got to get one in them auto cars. Yeah. Just but for the anyways, thigh grabs. Thighs are very nice. I feel like it goes like, for me, it's like... Thick thighs save lives. Dude, it's true. No, nothing, yeah. nothing beats just a nice thigh sandwich. I mean, oh, let's yeah. just talk about like the most unbeatable thing ever though. Women, bro. Unparalleled. Yeah. Shout out to women, true. dude. Love and you not just based on like you know sexual uh, Ray Rice disproved that they're beatable. <laughs> oh God! Um, well, here comes Fuck here you. comes. The, here. I, I'm just saying here. I'm gonna suck the ladies' dicks for a second here. Um, you know, beyond being absolutely gorgeous and whatnot, you guys also in general like the good ones have a good personality, good intellect. They got good drive. They're trying to do big things with their lives and shit. Even if that's yeah. just wanting to have kids and be at home and shit, you know, like women unbeatable, unparalleled. There's nothing better in this whole damn world. Yeah. No, but like for real though, I feel like women actually put too much. Um, pressure on themselves like i guess that's that's okay gen- but that's, that's generally that's kind of general across all lines though like if you think Fair. of dudes it's like i'm gonna go to the gym three times a week to be buff right and work on my personality and make money yeah so like both genders have their own set of problems no that's that's fair and also for the ladies out there if you are wearing excessive makeup for guys we don't like that. No one likes cake faces. Literally. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's actually unattractive. While I was in Ireland, all the girls were just caked up, Yeah, bro. no, the cake, the cake face is a big no. Obviously, if you're, like, going to a fancy restaurant or whatever, like, hey, do it. Yeah, but don't make it subtle. Yeah, exactly. It. Like, dude. Yeah. No, as long as it looks subtle. natural, like, fair game, whatever. Like, do what you want. Yeah. But, like, 
once it gets past the point where it's like once you take the makeup off you're like a completely different person i'm like why would you even do that in the first that's place? why first date is always going to be tacos because it's messy food i want to mm. see how they deal with that and then go into a pool so it washes okay. off the makeup mm. yeah and if they're the type who's like i don't want to get wet i don't want my makeup to come off i'm like bang you gotta you like hiding it, something yeah. you sus but i mean like all the power to you if you like wearing makeup and that's like you know you enjoy it and you like how you look in it but i'm saying for dudes like it's actually a turn off if you wear too much and it's pretty easy it's noticeable as well so just keep it low-key be yourself be happy with honestly how you, look, you know I, like nine times out of ten if you show up looking raggedy as fuck in a sweat pant suit like i i appreciate a girl who can put in some effort for like yeah. the right, right event yeah but if you're looking like bummy and that's that shit. No, you gotta get a girl who can do both. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. That 100%. that's up that's or the down. sweet spot right there. Or we could just end it, but we could. I was enjoying talking about. I was too. I boobies, boobas. We're not going for two hours, bro. But dude, go take a nap. Sleep on the cooch. Sleep on the cooch, bro. <laughs> yeah. Thigh sandwich. Oh God. Honestly. Got so much love to give, man. I know. I do too. I just don't have the bread to earn it. You know what I mean? Nah. Just the right one has to come along. Dude, the triple A hookers are so expensive. Do you have any idea how much bread you have to have? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyways, don't be self conscious of yourself. Just wear shit. Honestly, just as attattractive as it is when there's a dude who's confident, a confident girl who's not a bitch it's is like. 10 times more attractive. Yeah. Yeah, and also, ladies, start making the first move. We're getting no, 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 no. That's some pussy shit. No, no, no. But what I will say is, women are not required to do the first move, but it does help a lot if they make it apparent that there's some form of attraction. Because low key, I don't want to catch a case. Oh no! But also, I'm not opposed to girls doing the first move. I'm not either. Like that wouldn't be a turnoff, but there is like this part of me where I'm like, I feel like that's shirking my responsibility. Any initiative at all, like. You know, that's the guy's fault, 100%. But, you know, if it's like, if it's gotten to a point where it's kind of obvious or whatever, and if they're also, and the guy doesn't want to like cross the line or like make you uncomfortable, like, that's the one. Like, yeah. no, the good guys don't want to cross the line. So you have to show enough that they feel confident that like making some form of a move would not be right. like bad. Yeah. So maybe not like obviously make a first move if you feel so inclined, but also just like setting them up so easy. So just like, Bing boom. Just some like playful banter that is like funny and somewhat like uh, double entendre slash slightly sexual is enough. Right. You know what I mean? Because and, we can get the hint, but we're not going to draw shit out of thin air. And right. And by first move, I don't mean like ask, like you can ask a dude on a date for sure, but I just mean like initiate, like if you're interested in dude, then start talking to him and like show interest and stuff and don't wait for him. You know, like sure. If you show interest in him, then he'll, well, I guess he might catch on, might not. But um, well, and also I think for certain guys, like showing interest is like a little bit more black and white than you'd expect. Like, because like I can't true. tell you how much shit has been done to like me or my friends, and then like in the end you find out it was misconstrued or something. Like the lines are very blurry, so sometimes you got to get in just sandy enough. Because here's the thing. I don't know any dude who's gonna be pissed if you like kiss him or something. You know what I mean? Like, no, uh, except for uh, you ain't catching unless no you're Brian. So mean. No, unless you're like really ugly. Oh, that's fair. 
that sounds so brutal, but it's like, you know, you got to have standards. And same goes for you, ladies. Have some, you know, standards are good. Yeah. Not just physically. I'm okay. saying like in intellectually, personality-wise. Holistically. Like, yeah, holistic. We want to be f- complete people out here. And and one more thing for the woman out there. I know I know our woman audience is few and far between. Hey, um, we're up to like 25% women, so, you know, it's not bad. That's true. That's true. Shout out to all the bitches listening. Um, we in Coney Island. <laughs> Trump got a silky on. Just kidding. Sorry. But um, by the way, guys don't catch a hint, by the way, just so you know. I because know you, we can't. You guys probably think it's super obvious. You can't make assumptions unless you're a dickhead. And then girls are like, but I like did all these things and like, I don't know how. But I like know. texted him for four days and then didn't text him back for four days and he didn't text okay. me. Okay, fun no, story. No, duh, because no one wants to be caught, like, out on a branch that no isn't going to support him. No like that. Bro, like, junior and senior year of high school. Because then you mock us. I hung, out, I hung out with this one chick, and I, like, liked her for, like, a year and a half, probably. And Damn. we had, like, a small, like, three-person friend group, one, and then, like, so me and, like, two other chicks, and I liked one of them. Um, but we would go to, like, a coffee shop to do homework, like, every Wednesday and study for, like, three to four hours. And so I knew her, like, really well. And I like maybe like like maybe she likes me like maybe but like one day I was just like fuck it and then I set up a like date to like talk about it and that kind of thing and like I had I was like it's like 50 50 if she likes me and then I was like yeah I kind of like you and I would like wanted to be something and she's like oh I like you too and um and I was like oh really and she's like yeah did you not catch that hint for like the past year and I'm like no <laughs> like I had it's no true. fucking idea. Like, I don't, uh, guys don't catch hints, bro, so just go for it. Because honestly, like, if you're playing it safe, like, it's better not to catch a hint than to catch a case. It's true. You know, you, you never want to be that guy. Okay, some guys are just assholes and, you know, just, okay, that aside, if you're like a dude with good intentions, you never want to be that guy who, like, gets the wrong vibe, you know, gets the wrong signal. He's like, oh, she likes me, make a move, and then now all of a sudden you're a creep. Obviously, if you're an asshole, you're a dickhead, horn dog, fuck you. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We out here respected women. Anyways, I think it's a good time to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before we close, um, I just I do want to take a second to shout out the podcast meme page. Um, it is that's no apostrophe period tough period podcast. Additionally, we have a Patreon. If you feel so inclined, you can get early access to our episodes. Uh, we What are the three tiers? Okay, so our first tier is uh, a homie, which you get early access to And that's to two all bucks episodes. a month, right? Three, I believe. Um, and then our next is uh, one of the boys. And, and that's five, five, right? Five a month. Dude, $5 ain't even a cup of so, coffee. I know. And so you get exclusive access as well as some bonus content that we've been releasing. I think like we have... Like extended episodes and whatnot. Right, extended full episodes, unedited, because we edit these quite a bit, to be honest with you. And then our last is King. Total King King shit. Um, it's $10 a month, which is... I know it might be a little lot, but you get full exclusive content like full episodes stop that we supporting these nowhere. girls only fans and start supporting some lads that's boys. what i'm saying i think we got like a hour and a half episode on there that is nowhere else um i believe so if, uh if no not, a three hour i believe yeah something so, like that anyway regardless there's, there's, there is there's some, some value and honestly hey, show them some love boys show them some love well and honestly you know the delineation 
between King and one of the boys may not be that large, but you know what? You got the clout of being a king. And you know what? We'll we'll shout you out on that. Yeah, and we'll you can, shout you out. You can message us too. We'll respond. We'll talk to you. Oh, also, um, we we're going to be adding a podcast, um, either Discord or GroupMe or something that only the kings get into so we can like communicate personally we'll answer actual questions from the audience and whatnot you know like if you already made it through like this whole episode first of all you are a king king shit but uh second of all you might as well just like secure that title and uh you know really inform the direction that this podcast goes so anyway we hope to see you over there regardless even if you're just listening for the first like 10 minutes of the episode please download because yeah. you know what like uh we can see you on the map and we'll be shouting out locations as we go so yeah uh the link is that's tough podcast on patreon hit it up and thank you guys for listening I if you listen it. this far low-key like i just want to say i love you uh name a time and a place and a position i will be there he will suck your penis at a boy all right that's tough podcast and we're rolling out <laughs> yeah that was a tough out that's tough bro Brow. so uh signing off this is uh ben and it's alvin and it's d and david yeah, yeah. Get, the, get the fuck out of here fuck out of here what you doing we out here and Union Square, and Trump's Trump got, got a, a fucking silky on. silky on. Bobby Schmurter for president. Yeah, Cuomo get no pussy. 